This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now, uh, just going back to the story of what happened at this uh, mine, at this gold one mine, uh, and the way Amco are demanding to be recognized as the majority union there. Um, we Let's uh, take uh, speak uh, now to a man who was uh, worked with uh, unions uh, for a long time, Mdumko Dumashia, joining us on the line. Thank you so much for taking our call, there, sir, and uh, good morning to you. Hey, yes, Titi. Uh, I do apologize for ambushing you like this, but uh, I thought that you are the best place to shed a little bit of light on how these things work. Uh, you know, where uh, Amku at this Gold One Mine are insisting that they now have the numbers and should be, uh, one, I think they want to be recognized, I don't know where, and uh, um, they, since they believe they are now the majority union, it would seem that... Uh, uh, all indications are that that seems to be the case because I'm not hearing anything disputing that from NUM. How do these things work? I mean, how often are these numbers revisited in order to determine uh, who is the majority union and what are the implications of such? Yes, TT, uh, uh, the, the framework really is is in um, the Labor Relations Act. Mm. Uh, I don't want to get too technical, but there's a section there, section 21. Mm that essentially, uh, broadly speaking, all it says there is that whenever a union seeks to, in the language of the Act, to exercise uh, certain rights, rights, for instance, to elect shop stewards and have them uh, given time off, right for those shop stewards to have time off, rights to organize, rights to stop order facilities, and so there's quite a number of rights specified mm-hmm. in the Act. Mm-hmm. So when a union feels that we have enough numbers, they start the process. You simply inform the employer in writing that, mm-hmm. look, we intend to exercise the following rights. We feel we have stop order rights, uh, and certain rights we only get them if you are the majority, for instance. Right. Uh, rights like uh, disclosure of information, rights to have full-time elected shop stewards. So then there's normally uh, then what they do uh, an exercise it's, it's called a verification exercise mm-hmm. because the employer might say oh yes we actually agree with you then there's no problem but that's very rare that it it, it happens there's always contestation mm. especially in the mining sector and other sectors where it involves toppling a, a, a union that uh, ex- existed before having those rights because members shift around switch loyalties join another union Mm. So, which I don't know, I suspect that's probably what could have happened here, that people who used to belong to one union have now switched and belong to another, therefore, thereafter mm. emboldening this other one, uh, Amku in this case, to mm. say, we are now the majority. Mm. I'm not sure, I must confess, I haven't been following it, it uh, closely. Sure. I don't know what then happened, whether management uh, agreed or did not agree, but mm. even if they don't agree, what then the union normally does is... Uh, refer that to the CCMA to say the management is refusing us mm. to exercise this right and we are entitled. Then CCMA uh, conducts what they call a, a verification exercise. They, you bring stop orders, you bring proof that indeed you are now the majority. And mm. it has to be done with the cooperation of the, of the employer because it's the employer who uh, invariably maintains records, mm. uh, who can easily verify that indeed this union is the majority. So mm. I'm not sure what the issue is. Yeah. So, because yeah, the other question would be, 
Um, because, I mean, the language that's being used is that uh, AMCO are saying they want to be recognized. I mean, uh, surely more than one union is allowed to exist and uh, is allowed to, is, is recognized by an employer? Yes. What, what normally happens, TT, there would be a recognition agreement. That recognition agreement will spell out what threshold do you need to be recognized for various rights. Uh, like, like, like I said, there are rights that you can only get if you are the majority. And then there are other rights that even if you are not a majority, uh, you are, as in the language of the act, you are sufficiently representative. You can be given stop order rights, for instance, even if you are not a majority union, so that people, employees who join you, at least who do, can then authorize the employer to deduct membership fees. So even if you are not a majority. Mm. But as soon as you then see that, aha, now I'm the majority, mm. then certain other rights now to elect shop stewards, to have those shop stewards get time off to be paid by the employer while you, you while doing union work, for instance. Then if you are the majority, you get those rights. So yes, you're quite right. Mm. The, the provision is, even as long as the union is sufficiently representative, and mm. sometimes these recognition agreements spell out different thresholds in some sectors, they would say if you have 15% of the membership or or 30% of the workforce here are in you, are, belong to you, then you, you can have those rights. Because mm. the, the Act also strikes a balance between what they call avoiding a proliferation of unions. Because it can be a nightmare for an employer to have stop-order rights to, say, 10 unions. It's a nightmare for HR people. So there's a limit uh, that normally gets put that this, the threshold here is that at least once you get to, say, 20%, you can get certain rights. So you right. can, you're quite right. You can have more than one union right. in one sector. And of course, the implications of one union now gaining majority, uh, would that automatically then mean, uh, in terms of this legacy recognition, as I see it's termed here, that would mean that NUM would lose that status? Yes, if you if NUM is no longer the majority, for instance, the the implication would be in wage negotiations, as a, as an example, if the employer puts uh, this offer and the majority union accepts, even if the minority doesn't accept, then there'll be a binding agreement mm. because mm. Uh, Section 32 of the LRA will then say the employer has agreed with the majority union. So there's quite uh, important implications when you lose your majority status. Thank you so much. Tim Kurmashe, I really appreciate you taking a call. Thanks, Titi. He's a man who is a union specialist, has worked in, with unions for many years, and uh, yeah, so understands how the inner you know, workings of this as he broke it down for us. So that's the situation then. But we'll have to find out. We have really had no joy in here in getting a comment from the owners of this uh, Gold One mine. But uh, yeah, um, we will continue trying. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.